Mom Save America is brought to you by Integration Partners, a nationwide network integrator specializing in cloud and security solutions. Integration Partners, what's possible? Hello, hello, welcome to Mom Save America, a podcast dedicated to mom templating all things that spark controversy, make parenting challenging, and generally make us go WTF on a regular basis. So I'm here today with Carrie Lucas. And we are going to mom template parenting challenges of today versus 30, 40 years ago, and maybe throw in a little uh, recycling um, update because I have been thinking about what we did back in the day versus what's going on now. And I came across this interesting article of this company, and the title of the article was Bring Back the Milkman. And I was like, yeah, and, and my kids were talking to me about it. I said, not only did we have milk delivered, we had soda delivered, soda pop in upstate New York. I don't know if you guys used to have that. My girlfriend, when we first actually moved to this town, um, yeah, and, and it probably would have been 30 or so years ago, they had um, chips delivered. Oh, Charlie's chips. Charlie's chips delivered tin. to their door. We yeah. had Charlie's chips too. Awesome. And we had um, Charlie's chips. We had those shortbread cookies. Um in a, in a tin, okay. there was like there they were like in little cupcake holders, and they were like five or six different kinds: raspberry inside, and then like the hard sugar crystals on top. Do you remember those? I know exactly what you're we, talking those about. Those were delivered in Charlie's chips. That's so but funny. you wonder like why did that who, go who away? needed chip? Well, first of all, who needs chips delivered, right? Like wh- why was that a thing? I don't know. Potato chips and cookies. Why do you need cookies delivered? I mean, I get milk. You need you know it was fresh. Right. Every couple of days, they were delivering you know, a fresh, you know, quart or gallon. It also wasn't like it was in those little glass, smaller bottles. Yeah. So yeah. you were getting it really fresh. But like chips, I mean, I don't know. We loved it. Charlie's chips were the greatest. Yeah. yeah. And my girlfriend now, she has um, a milkman again. So she gets, I think it's milk and either cheese or bread. And it gets delivered and it's put in like a um, metal, like tin yeah. box yeah. on her front steps every couple of days so i um you know you go to whole foods and they have the like um burned dairy milk bottles like the big milk bottles and um you can bring those back so if you if you buy that milk you have to bring that bottle back to the store but that to me is like the damn um uh grocery bags although i keep them in my car unless i always forget i always keep them in my car but i every time like i bought one but it kept sitting in my recycle hang on one second franjo down let's put him out let's put him outside hang on one second everybody sorry everybody i have a stressed out dog just, <laughs> we just said he needs some sort of um ssri yeah so. he needs it he needs it oh he needs a pot gummy <laughs> yes. what if he got into my pot gummy? oh my god <laughs> that would have been great um okay so back to yeah the bottles it's a pain to remember to bring, to bring it back in the to bottles. fill yeah but if somebody was outside my door so i i don't know we grew up in upstate new york and we had um this it, it looked like a wooden wine crate, yeah. wine box, but it was little and it would fi- was filled with the skinny soda bottles and you'd get like 12 um, uh, cream soda, 12, uh, Coke, not Coca-Cola, it was just called cola, cherry yeah. cola, orange soda, and it was, it was like six of each different kind and they'd, you know, go into the garage, take the empties, put the new ones back. Yeah. I mean, it was brilliant. I know, great. And... Great source of employment. Right. So this new company, well, I don't know how new it is, but I, I saw this um, thing online and it said how to stop, 
this, how the startup is solving the world's plastic problem, and it's called TerraCycle, and it's it's they do a loop, but they are doing all different kinds of products. You have to kind of buy in. They're going to start with Amazon at some point. Okay. The idea is, for example, let's take Haagen Dazs ice cream. Yep. So a pint of ice cream comes in that little you know pint, but mm-hmm. they would uh, create. Metal, like a what are they? Like a reusable yes, container but for the ice cream, but keeps it cold, yep. right? Um, and it has the Haagen Dazs label. You buy or order whatever you want, and then once you're done, you put it back in this like special container, and it leaves. It sets outside, and you you know, online you just say this is ready to get picked up, and some guy comes around and picks it up. But they have it with all different kinds of products, cleaning supplies, so that they're in sustainable containers mm-hmm. that you use. Empty out, put back in the little box, gets picked up. It can be, you know, like regular uh, Fantastic or cleaning spray, shampoo instead of shampoo mm-hmm. bottles. Anything that is in those thick uh, plastic containers that you're like, this isn't going anywhere well, for the so rest weird. of life's creation. What's so weird is that like, isn't that kind of what used in olden yes. days you used to do yes. and like why did we get because plastics became so pop i mean and i guess we didn't have the foresight to see that the earth would fill up with plastic trash i, I mean listen i am beyond embarrassed to say this out loud but i remember god forgive me okay Uh-oh. i feel terrible about this i have this. no idea what she's going to say i remember being in the car like four or five years old eating mcdonald's it rolling the down the window Stop and it. hucking everything out the window and like what are you in india I'm right like, no i'm not kidding the streets i'm not i'm i'm like embarrassed to be actually admitting this but that is true like just and no forethought for and i wasn't in the car alone right. i had a mother in right. the front seat like well. Throw it out. Right. Like, right. just throwing it out the window as if the world will take care of it. Oh, it's not our I job, right? I know. I know. It's our job now. It's these kids' jobs now. And then I remember that commercial with the um, Native American crying. Oh, oh my God. About all the trash. Yes. And then I remember being seeing that as a kid and thinking, I threw my McDonald's out the window. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, and in um, the school that I work in, um, they've just... Um, Well, first, my kids go to school in Florida, uh, to college, and um, they were outraged because um, Starbucks in Florida only has paper straws. Okay. So they have, you can either get your drink with a plastic, like, sippy cup lid. Right. Or you can get it with a paper straw. You mean like a like a iced tea or something like that, like a cold drink? Cold drink would have, like, a, a plasticky sippy cup lid okay um like like that yeah. kids used to drink out yeah. it looks very like babyish or the paper straw and they were like outraged because the paper straw disintegrates yeah. it doesn't taste as you know so they were like i'm buying my own straws and yeah. bringing them to starbucks no, i bought me. i bought the kids metal straws for christmas yeah well metal they should be buying a metal straw but they went to the store and bought the plastic straws well my point being the school that i work in just um eliminated, it. eliminated all straws from the lunchroom and it's so funny people's reaction to that reactions yeah. to like well, first of all we have a whole recycling green team so right. we are right. majorly recycling so the fact that it took so long to figure out the straws is right. funny right but the kids are like 
what? No straw? Like I had one kid in tears and then every day for the whole week, kids kept asking, they forgot to put the straws out again. I had to make a announcement. There will never be straws here again. Everybody get over it and get on with your day. (laughs) No more straws. No more straws. Like they just can't wrap their brain around. And then, you know, some of those, you know, sweet, tender ones are like, well, they get stuck in the turtle's nose. And, you know, they're trying to explain to the other kids why we don't have the straws, which does help them understand, you know, the bigger picture of it. But for them, they're just like, I need my straw. And, you know, and I have 20-year-olds who are like, I need need my my straws. straws. I know. I decided, you know, to get everybody a metal straw for Christmas, even though Henry never uses a straw, but Gracie likes to use a straw. So I got them all metal straws in different colors. And, but it's like, I go, you know, they'll, Gracie and Emily will put it in their backpacks with them. So that they can use it it for their milk or something. Yeah. Um, If they need it. But Henry's, you know, can't be bothered. He wouldn't, um, he wouldn't care anyways. But I was, I always used to get... Uh, weird, not weirded out, but emotionally affected when they'd show um, the plastic rings that hold like the, the cans of soda. Yeah, it's like caught around an animal's neck or yes. something. Oh, it's so, so sad. So I think ever since I saw that, I cut them up and put them in mm-hmm. the recycle. But I just read like a lot of the plastic cannot be recycled. Right. So I'm putting all of this in recycling bins, hoping that it doesn't go to a landfill. But I do wonder how it gets sorted, what happens, and then, so when I was looking at this this loop, right, so it's TerraCycle, they create this loop, and look into it, everybody, just Google TerraCycle, and, and it'll show you kind of what they're about. I want to buy into it, because I am totally into things that, you know, if, if somebody's going to bring something to my well, door, the thing. I am home so delivery. excited. Home like, delivery, the home fantastic. delivery grocery has sort of yes. come back into fashion now, like, yeah, just the more the Think about easier it. you can make your life and, right. you know, two, you know, working income families where, you know, grocery shopping or doing all those errands is like a waste of your Saturday and Sunday. Exactly. It's like and, and maybe you have to do a grocery shopping, you know, like for your meats or whatever right. once or once a week, but if you had your some of your staple stuff yeah. like delivered, that would be so Wonderful. Anyways, the point about the loop was, um, I I actually loved all the packaging as well. Do you know, like, like, I'm like what it looked like? Yeah, and... I'm like one of those people that likes to clean my pantry, and yep. make everything look nice, and mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, that would be so cool if your if your cereal came in a like a a thin bag and you put it into your um your your box that said Rice Krispies right. or whatever, but it was like a metal box. Right. Isn't that a, yeah. Yeah, it's good organization. I know now, like, like, just to avoid the cereal from getting stale, Right. when I buy the cereal, I, yeah. I open the bag and I put it in, like, a Tupperware thing. I do, too. Thing. Yeah. But then that, so you just didn't even need that whole packaging part of it to right. begin with, right. you know? And and this is, the, right, they, they're trying to do it with as many products as, as the companies will buy in, right. right? So it's a matter of the companies buying into um, the Loop or the TerraCycle uh, business, and if, Amazon or whoever will do because they're starting to have those trucks now that come around if they'll get involved in the home delivery piece of it um yeah the jobs that could be created with that with the milkmans and the potato chip guys well I'm now thinking back to um I know I mentioned previously that I watched the Waltons right yeah so my Waltons days the the uh, little store. Oh, the general store. Had the big barrels of like yes. grain that yes. you'd like stick your scooper in to scoop out your rice or yeah. your grain. In a basket. 
could be cereal. Like, why Absolutely. not have the cereal in well, I mean, the bins? And Whole Food does that a lot. Do like, they? Well, Whole Foods has like the dried fruits and the nuts and everything. Okay. In the, in yeah, the that's true. Yeah, bins. They just need can, to expand on that. They do. They need to expand on that. I mean, one of Emmy's friends, um, she started her own little company of or mission about recycling, and you know, which I think is amazing. If you if the the awareness of mm-hmm. it and um, and. I have a lot of friends who do the composting. I have yet to do that. Yeah, I, I want I to because I'm kind of like, how hard could it be? I just don't. I don't know how, but I, yeah. I want to look into that. And there's companies out there that also, that because I see around here those green barrels, and that you just put all your composting stuff in a one of their barrels, and you can you you don't have to do anything with it. You put it at the side of the road, just like your trash, once a week, and they'll take it away. Yes, but you got to carry the food or compostable material. Outside, well, to dump it's it? just like they give you the compostable bags, right? And it's just like if you have your trash recycling and you'd have your compost, compost yeah. You... I know growing up, um, my girlfriend Ashley, her mom, and this is like, I mean, she was so ahead of her time, like, she always had a compost thing on the kitchen counter, and we were like, oh my yes, god, like, yes. oh, she's such a you know flower child like granola you know we always teasing her about it but she was like way ahead of her time but I mean think about I mean for me I think about growing up in my both my grandparents they had gardens in the backyard Mm -hmm. they had compost in the backyard they had I mean my grandfather made wine and his own you know alcohol which probably wasn't the best idea but (laughs) um he did and I think about just not wasting anything right the waste was None. Like even the paper towels. My grandmother would like rinse out the paper towels and lay them flat yeah. on the counter to be like to dry, dry them out. because yeah. like it's a towel to her. And I'm like, no, they're disposable. No, my husband's mother used to. Um, she would buy first of all the oh little Debbie's. Dis- no, no, well everything was discount, but like the discount napkins that were hardly worth right. buying anyways. But then she would rip it in half, oh, so you would only get half. The napkin, which, you know, you got to wipe your face and disintegrate it <laughs> in your hands as you're using it. But he was like, no, one napkin lasted two nights because it got ripped in half. Oh, my gosh. It, it is interesting. And that, you know, along the recycling lines, uh, in this other company uh, that I was reading about, they have figured out a way to take those plastics that don't get recycled and they've come up with a... I don't know, a mechanism, a, uh, something to boil them down and create a liquid that isn't toxic, that isn't, you know... Isn't emitting cancer into the I air guess, or anything? Well, according to them, it's a safe process. And they use some sort of, like, bacteria to eat the plastic. And it just disintegrates to nothing? And, or and the bacteria, whatever it does, it eats the plastic, and the result is a liquid. Okay. Um. So I don't know what they do with the liquid, liquid. after, but it's... You know, it's some sort of clean, uh, reu- clean biodegradable way to get rid of some of the plastic. But the problem is, is there's so much plastic. Mm-hmm. They don't have the, um, they don't have the facilities. They don't have the people. It's like, why aren't we paying attention to this? This is like those those steel workers. Let's just take them, right? Educate and put them, them. into the, the plastic. Recycling factories, yes. or, like right. make a make a right. factory mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and yep. say forget about coal. We're we're good. You and and the whole education process around it isn't that difficult, right. really. And give them a purpose. I I really feel like we missed our window there. Not that you know Hillary was the right choice. I get that, but she was all about creating new jobs through 
um, renewable energies or like programs that are going to save this planet. And, you know, everybody was up in arms about uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez saying she wanted to tax the wealthy Mm -hmm. 70% over $10 million. Like, listen... If you have over $10 million and somebody's going to tax your $10 million at 70% so you're only getting 30 cents on that dollar, is it really that, first, is it that big of a deal? Right. I, I don't know because I don't have $10 million. Right. But I'm like, is those people, are you are you that upset with it trying to, you 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 want to give to, most of them want to give to charity anyways. Right. Like, that's your, don't don't give to any more charities anymore. Right, give back to your, give, but you have to trust your government that they're going to use it for well, the right that's what they'll say. Exactly. And, no, that's a and good point. And then the other thing with, I mean, uh, this is a whole side topic, but like the other thing with, you know, taking the steel and renewable energy is that the oil companies are such big business, such like um, lobbyists, every, like the, no, everything is always geared towards them. And they're so fearful about renewable energy that the politicians can't, run on a platform like that they'll get no funding and it's just a whole no i know it's just like you know but it's gonna i i i I hope that like ocasio says this is this is their moonshot right this is their that generation or our generation you know this is our one chance we got it we've got to do something right we've got to get it back to um a position of forward thinking and and fixing because like when the phone company started to freak out when technology, I mean, it, it happens. Whether it, you like it or not. Right. Yeah. Something's going to replace what you mm-hmm. have done. So either you get on board, you get on board with the train and you and you figure it out. You figure out a way to change yourself or you, you get lost, lost in the dust. I mean. And it's so funny too, like myself included, how resistant to change older people are. Yeah. Like, just with the straws in the cafeteria. Yeah. I mean, it was well, the key, some of the grown-ups yes. who are more upset about it. I'm just bringing my own straws right. for now on then. This is right. ridiculous. You right. know, <laughs> it's like, right. and it takes so long to like, you know, calm down. Right, and, it's a straw. <laughs> and adjust to it. Oh, Franny just burst it in. He's upset about the straws. Yeah, the door's going to bang. Everybody, oh, there's the door. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just like, oh, it's well, just that's a change. change. It's just, and that's why I wanted to tie these two um, topics together. We did get um, an email, and Franny's drinking out of the toilet. Oy, oy. <laughs> and my husband wonders why he gets a tummy ache all the time. He drinks out of the toilet. Thanks, Emmy. I wanted to tie these two topics together because of the fact that um how we parented a long time ago what what we had to worry about a long time ago or not a long but whatever 30 years ago yeah. versus today and then this this challenge of you know changing the way we operate the way we live bringing back the milkman recycling doing all these things like not creating so much waste is is a new thing that we all have to get on board with because we were we've been so gluttonous for right. so long. Right. And it's like okay, we gotta pull back. Yeah. And even with the like Marie Konda thing or whatever her name is from Netflix, like if it doesn't spark joy, throw it out or whatever. No, we gotta recycle that. Like don't. But also just like living a simpler Simple, life. Exactly. Like I think. Oh, you know, there was this huge trend to these, you know, McMansions and all these suburban towns and everybody needs 4,000 square feet to live in. And now we're realizing, well, then that's, 
heat and oil yes. and all the waste that yes. goes into that, you know, right. McMansion type of, we don't need all that. Not now I need- do feel like there is a trend back towards, you know, like the, I, listen, house. I'm not living in a tiny house, yeah. but there's a tiny house trend. Yeah. And I think with everything, with the recycling and every, you're, it's trying to simplify a life that we thought, you know, in that eighties, nineties era, yeah. more, 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 more. Yeah. Now we realize, no, that's not really worked out so great for us, no. the environment, our children. You got to scale back and, and the pull stress back. and anxiety that all of goes that along brings with that. With yes, it. it's, it's it's overwhelming. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a busy day. At yeah, the, at the at the graph dogs studio. in and out, dogs, kids are in and out. Everybody's around today <laughs> while we're trying to record this. But yeah, um, yeah I felt like I, I feel the same way in in relationship to. How much do you really need? What's it worth? And I hope that you know people start to buy into this um, mentality of not just recycling, but you know these companies that are doing some things that are big things yeah. as far as uh, creating a world that is still going to be fun and interesting and and have all these creative things, but. Uh, not creating waste that isn't going to go anywhere. Well, I think the key to that, like I'm thinking about your delivery services and everything now, the key to that, to making that work, is figuring out a way to make that affordable for the masses so that you're not paying, you know, $3 more for your milk to be delivered because the masses can't do that. Well, if Amazon is on board with it, if Amazon is... Like like this TerraCycle said, they're working with they're working out a deal with Amazon. If they're on board, they'll figure out a way because they yeah. want to get to the masses and their conglomerate of it because of the mass production of whatever they're going to do. You know, I, I hope that they make it worth it. Yeah, it, it sounds and it's I think it's a very interesting idea. I, yeah. And I love the cool packaging. Yeah, and everything you have to else, go, but... like look every look up like especially the Hagen Dazs things. There was like. Oh my god, the ice cream container was the cutest right. thing. Even the champ, the different shampoo bottles were like just so smart. Like something ringing in your ear. It just made a weird noise, but I think oh, I'm the back. paper. I'm moving the paper. Um, yeah. Well, and the other thing that 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 they were talking about was um, containers for you know lunchbox containers and things like with your kids and um, how back in the day we'd have just a paper, a brown paper bag, mm-hmm. and nothing was actually in you know. Your sandwich was wrapped in paper. Your yeah, like that parchmenty type paper. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Things were all wrapped in some yeah. sort of paper because plastic wasn't necessarily, you know. I remember even the because I always wanted to be the kid that got to buy lunch at yes. school and never, yes. never. Um, the lunch trays were, were washable. No, where they were oh, washable. They wait. were. They were. Um, I yes. guess they were made out of plastic, right. but they were. Wait, we and don't you had silverware. And your plastic tray, and then yes. it got washed in the, the dishwasher, like it wasn't a throwaway. Wait, what's, what's the tray? Now are... the tray now is so. It used to be uh, two years ago. It was styrofoam, but which is oh ridiculous. My God. But now it's made out of this like papery, compostable thing. So when the kids are done with their lunch, the actual lunch tray goes in the compost bin. So it's. I haven't been in a cafeteria in forever. To but say I'm, that. I'm talking about like when I was a kid, the, the no, lunch tray was. Like yes. a plate, it was washable. I, th- I thought that they were still in. I thought that was still the case. No, my goodness, no, no. Mm-hmm. Where did all those trays go? Well, you could sled with those things. Well, and and right, and <laughs> I remember saying something like that when they're like, oh, well, you know, the cost of the water. Uh, 
whatever, the cost of ordering more styrofoam and plastic, it's got to all be the same thing. I don't know, but... Interesting, yeah. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking about, remember um, somebody was talking about parenting things and like the ease of... uh, how pe- kids can just get a movie these days, yeah. you know, and it's like movie night is just the deciding, like looking through your TV screen. Right, of, and pushing the button. Right, yeah. and like, okay, everybody has their their genre or their little emoji on screen of mm-hmm. what they've been watching, and, and, and somebody was saying, I miss the days where we used to like get in the car, drive to Blockbuster, spend an hour. Or video signals. Bit, well, I don't even know what the hell that is. <laughs> um, big, uh, I remember when I first started dating Barb, he had a movie from like 20 years yes. or something. I mean, I think the thing must have cost him $400 yes. when he finally... Right, made- I know. And it's so funny, like when they would try to bill you for that charge, like you actually do not think I'm paying 400 I rented a movie in California at like the convenience store down the street when I lived there. It was the Adams Family. I would get a bill for like... $450 for, you actually don't think I'm giving you $450 for the Adams family, it's right? So, it was so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. But, but I think you had to have a, I don't remember what, what, did you have to have a credit card down or I don't remember I how don't they would try to so. bill you for the charges, but just, you must've had absurd. a license. You must've had to have a driver's license or something. I guess. I can't I don't remember. remember what we used to do with that, but yeah. the thought of there's two things, so we stay on some sort of tan- some sort yeah. of topic because that was a complaint on um, I think one of your uh, listeners or a listener who knows you said sometimes you guys are a little hard to follow. Go oh, because we just <laughs> jump from thing right. to thing. We don't t- we don't we typically don't stay on target. Yeah, but now I'm lost. Well, uh, we're talking about going to the video stores. Yes, but I had it in relation to recycling for some reason, <laughs> but I don't really know. But the point I guess is two things about going to the movie store is it was it created a family event yeah number one and it took time it took like the whole process of getting the movie was about an hour let's say you go to the movie store you all pick out the movie you kind of have to compromise agree and then you come back home you make the popcorn and you watch the movie whereas now you just like sit on your couch push the button right which is fine too but it creates a different and oh i know what i know the correlation i was trying to make um change i was trying to make the correlation back to we all like those stores they were they're gone all of those stores are gone all those people in those jobs are gone they had you know things come and go and if you don't want to if you don't want to have that forward mindset of like listen the cd is coming and then who knew that it was forget the cd that lasted two seconds you know we went Just online music now. Online everything mm-hmm. and online movies. Everything is streaming and all of those. So, what other job can I get? What? Other, how can I move into instead of you know uh, build a wall? Like we can't. Well, listen. The blockbuster people can go to the home delivery service now. They, uh, they can right? do a whole bunch of things. But the the idea is that sometimes you you're in something that becomes obsolete. Yeah. And you have to make a decision. You don't necessarily want it to be obsolete, but I'm sorry, we're not using coal and steel like we used to use. Right. Go find something else to do. Right. It's not the it's not the business that Andrew yeah, Carnegie and changed those it factory was. buildings into something else. Yeah. They're already there. Yeah. I know. I know. Create plastic disintegration in them or something. Right. I, something has to happen. But um Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. No, I loved the video store. I remember taking my two oldest. We would go down to the video store. They could wander Blockbuster for hours. The fact that video stores were still there. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they're 20. So they were probably five and six, seven. We would go down to Blockbuster, wander around. Oh, and then Blockbuster started introducing the toys, which became a problem. Oh, yeah. Well, because it was all about, like, what movie was popular. Right, so these Star Wars figures. or Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, here goes the door again. Heads up. (laughs) That was a good one. That was a good one. Hey, down. (laughs) For some reason, we have, you know what, I think stress and anxiety is in the animals as well as it is in the children, because I, I don't know what it is about when we come in here, the dog gets stressed out. He gets freaked out. I don't know if it's the microphones or whatever, but he starts to cry and whine. And no, I had a, cat, a crazy cat who was on an SSRI, so maybe Franny just needs a... Why would you put it... I, the cat was insane. He he was mental and he needed to be calmed Grace? down. Yeah. Was that the cat Grace? Mm-hmm. What is wrong yeah. with us with our names? Oh, the cat nearly killed me. Um, the other thing about uh, back in the day, um, I was reading this other article about uh, the recycling of these of car seats. So okay, yeah. So um, car seats have changed, and it's like this other company has been like taking car seats and like breaking them down and creating. I forget the name of the company. I wrote it down, and I'll try to find it. But um, they've they've. You know, like you could donate your car, old car seats, because they're disgusting. All, well, and they're all plastic, right? right. Yeah. They're, but they're so disgusting right. because, so they like, um, if they're in any kind of shape, they like steam, whatever, they clean them and then they can try to reuse them. But a lot of, a lot of the times they break them all down and then they like sell the parts of the car seats back to uh, manufa- car seat manufacturers. Yes. Yeah. Which I find is like, that is just so brilliant. Yeah. You know, they... They, I, I, I will find the name of it, but it's um, just any way for things that were, you know, not important, but like useful at some point and that they're not useful anymore because we all have thrown out a car seat or tons of car seats. Right. And it's like, what can you do with them? They shouldn't go into a landfill. They this should is, be like. This is what I want somebody to invent for a car seat. This is what you've started to make me think. Okay. And every time we say, oh, let's invent this, we realize it's already out there. So. A, a car seat that's almost all like one component, okay? Right. I mean, I know you need the the, the top strap or whatever, right, for to strap yes. the baby in. But like that's like one component with not all those like nooks and crannies and crevices where stuff can get stuck that can be like steamed or hosed down yeah. all in one piece so that you don't have to take the top off and wash that and then put the straps back like something more i don't know cleanable yeah like very i'm imagining like something very space looking very futuristic looking the straps honestly but it's also the covery thing i know but you could but like so i i could take the like if you have a cover you could take that off it's where the holes are that the straps come out of and the buckle and the buckle Mm -hmm. that's disgusting too Mm -hmm. Listen, um, the other day, we had an episode in my the back seat of my car. Okay. So, um, Emmy, there was laughter going on to such a degree that my youngest threw up. Right? Oh, my God. It happened in a long time, but we just come from dinner. Not spit out what was in her mouth. Threw up. Well, right. I could feel this thing's coming. Like, um, 
there was like, you know, Bella, the, the laughter was like uncontrollable and she couldn't stop laughing. And I was like, this is sounding bad. Yeah. And of course she ended up, well, like I pulled the car over, yeah. but still some of the got onto the seat. Okay. Okay. Now, the point I'm trying to make, like you were just saying, the back seat of my car has these teeny tiny little like crevices holes in the, in the, like yes. in the fabric, mm-hmm. not fabric, like it's pleather, whatever. But I guess there's these little tiny holes for like, because they're heated seats or they're, yeah. so the heat can come up out of them. I, I was like, who the freak invented yeah. this? Where, first of all, I know things have like spilled on there before, like a drink or something mm-hmm. and you could wipe it off. And obviously it's, but when you've got to clean throw Puke. up yeah. out of, I had to get a toothpick, a toothpick. And I like get the vacuum and I'm like using a toothpick to clean it's the holes. It's so disgusting. Like, what, 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 who? I, I swear some Man, it's like who's you, you never had to clean up throw up in his entire goddamn life. Right, thought this was a good idea. Well, and two doesn't it make you just want to let's just throw the car away. <laughs> let's just go get a new car. I said that I can't handle this. I said that because yeah. Bart's like maybe we should keep this car for Henry. I go, oh no, yeah. no, no, this car, <laughs> this car's been barfed in. It's going goodbye. <laughs> this car is never. And Emmy, of course, is like I'm never sitting in that side again. I'm like, oh, you're sitting in it. You're the one who made her laugh so hard that she threw up. Oh my god, I know my my. 20-year-old daughter, she'll die for me telling this story. She calls me from school across the country, hysterically crying and screaming at me. What did she do? She had barfed in the car. Oh. She was driving. It's inconceivable (laughs) to me how you could be the driver and not know you're going to barf. Right. But I know they went to Chili's. I know. You ate too many goddamn (laughs) chips and salsa. I know that's exactly what happened. And that's worse. It burns. Oh. It's the worst, right? She's calling me and she's going, I threw up in the car and it's everywhere. Like all over the crevices, the steering wheel, every, and she's yelling. And I'm like, I'm, I'm in Massachusetts. What do you expect me to do? You help me, help me. I go, you're going to have to handle this. And I said, you're going to have to find it. Take the car. It's going to need to be detailed. See, because the car was new, too. And oh, I said, and you better do it before your goddamn sister finds out yes. that you've thrown up in the car. Right. Because she will right. kill you. Yes. And she's a germaphobe anyway. Right. She'll never, she'll have to wear sterile gloves when driving the car. But she did. She brought it down to the um, detailer. And they, I mean, she cleaned it as much as she could. But right. she, same thing. She said, it's in, like, the crevices. Yeah. Like you the, need, like... Q-tips and t- toothpaste, toothpicks. You need a whole system. Right, like where you put the windows up and yeah. down. She's like, oh. I can't get in between. But honestly, I, I went down there like a week later as a planned visit anyways, and I go to look at the car. Look perfectly brand new. Fine. Yeah. Listen, I don't want to tell another throw-up story, but I'm about to. <laughs> I don't know how we've gotten to this point. But like we said, it's hard to follow. We segue into yeah, weird things. Just stay with us. But, but this is a mom-to-plating topic. I mean... Whose child and has all, not thrown right. up in their car? Or or thrown up in a place that you're like, seriously, you couldn't get yourself to the... Or at least it's warned mind me. mind-boggling to me that, that children or young adults <laughs> don't know. Turn to the side. Just something. Somewhere. Find something. Yeah. My middle one was on the top bunk. Do you remember this? No. And she... Over the bunk? Over the bunk. Threw up. And the best is the little one is on the bottom bunk, right? Oh, so it's like a rain of puke coming down. I had to call SurfPro. Yeah. I had to call because it was in the electrical outlets. Oh. It was like the splatter was like... So disgusting. I, I, I have never seen anything yeah. like that. And she's like one of those kids too, you know, in the rental car always. Like oh, the that's rental so funny. Car, like, and you're... you're 
like on on the in the rental car on the way from the hotel Disney to the airport, like going back home, and it's like she throws up, and we're like, sorry. Yep, bye. Like, Let's just puke in the back. <laughs> Bill me. <laughs> Oh my God. I remember driving to your house with all the kids and everybody always tells me I'm the worst driver in the world. Everybody gets car sick in my car. I think I'm a perfectly fine driver, but it's, it's a, it's a common complaint where I know now it's me because you know, there's only one common denominator, but we were driving to your house and I had all the kids in the car and I had my girlfriend's daughter in the car. The car was literally brand new. (laughs) I think it was a day old. Who threw up? Mackenzie. Oh. And it was like... Oh, I remember. Fruit punch throw up. Because we'd gone to McDonald's or something, and she was like two. And we pulled into your driveway, and I'm like, she freaking threw up in the back of my car. And there was puke all... It was like bright pink fruit punch McDonald's throw up. Never, it's like never the same. Never the same. And you say, and you swear every time you get a new car or you get some, it's like, I'm never letting the children eat in the car again. Yeah, oh, and it lasts for an hour because you be, can't. There yeah. will be no food in no. this car ever again. I remember that. Those days. No, but I'm so happy to be over with those days. Well, not over. Except she just threw up. That's so true. It never ends. It's never I ends. I mean, my 20-year-old, your 10-year-old <laughs> never ends. The good news is we don't find the um, milk sippy cups with rotten curdled oh, milk in the car anymore gosh. that's the worst when you're like what is that smell <laughs> and then you find the cup that had to have been in there for four months with curdled milk stuck under the sea right green oh it's the worst there's no recycling those we, we just know those those just, go to the trash <laughs> trash oh my gosh yeah oh I, oh well i think that's um i think that's yeah, about gonna it. end it on the barf listen it ended on the barf but you know it's recycled so let's <laughs> just hope it's compostable it is compostable look up your composting look up look up a milkman look up figure out milkman and and trying to and what's um, the name of that company again TerraCycle. okay it's in in their like system is called the loop and it's like you know they're, they're creating a, a closed loop environment where you you use a product you put the empty container outside somebody comes and picks it up and refills it and brings it back to yeah. you just like the milkman or the potato chip guy or love it charlie's well, I, I i try and try and remember what that guy looked like we'll have to find a charlie's box uh charlie's tin i it, it's brownish yellow with like brown speckles no, I on know, it. but we'll post that out yeah. there so okay we'll be right back with the mom save america public service announcement and a coffee cruise crush thanks So I have this reoccurring theme of change running through the last few public service announcements. Adaptability, acceptance, growth, change. I feel like my Mom Save America is turning into an Anthony Robbins commercial. Carrie and I contemplate ideas of the past that are no longer relevant or need maybe to become relevant again. I kind of find that idea interesting. We either need to change with the times or reinvent the old times so that we can use them again. One of the things that's around us changing constantly is technology. And that seems to be the scariest for me and a lot of people. There's so many ways to F something up that you really don't want to F up, which turns into avoiding that whole technology altogether. So this public service announcement is a story of embracing technology with the least likely individual, my Aunt Marilyn. I've spoken of her a bunch of times in the past, mainly apologizing to her for my language, even though she assures me that she's heard worse in the biker bars that she used to frequent back in the day, which, by the way, was news to me. I mention my aunt because I know she's listening to this podcast. Yep. 
My 85-year-old aunt is listening on her iPhone while probably checking Facebook and liking all kinds of pictures of her grandkids. She is a rock star. Here's the thing about her that I want to share. This past summer, I had the opportunity to spend a few weeks with my mom and my aunt. I was intent on bringing them to the ocean as my aunt had never stepped foot in the Atlantic. During the six-hour drive, she told stories of her life before they took her car away from her to life after. She's not that bitter about it. But she talked of her inmates, as she calls them, at the assisted living facility, giving them all nicknames according to their particular characteristics. You know, Chatty Patty, Smelly Henry, Bedbug Betty, Touchy Tanya. You get the idea. I don't want to digress into that. My Aunt Marilyn is one of those people that would go anywhere, do anything, always up for an adventure at any time. And P.S., my friend Carrie's a lot like that, too. During the trip, I told her it was time to retire her ancient flip phone and move to the iPhone. She boohooed me, saying that her kids had been trying to get her to do that for a while, but she didn't really want to get into something new at her age. She really didn't want to try to learn all that new technology, and it was a little scary to her. But I used her own chutzpah against her and told her that I'd never saw her not try something new. And she, of course, took the bait and, and accepted the challenge. And I said, like a rock star, within two weeks, I had her work in the iPhone like a pro. And you know, for the most part, it wasn't that hard. She took her time. She asked questions. She used the kids to help her learn. She was able to send pictures, enter her contacts, learn the icons, text her friends, the hardest part was the touch screen. Those touch screens are hard for older people. They press really hard and it doesn't work so well. So we had to work on that part. The point is, by day four, she was watching Law & Order on Netflix and freaking out that all 57 seasons were there for the taking. She was loving getting her email and posting on Facebook. Was it hard? Yeah, it was hard. I know she was frustrated a lot of the times, and I know she probably is still frustrated. She's back at home now with Braddy Patty or Chatty Patty and probably gets annoyed sometimes that I made her switch to the iPhone, but she would never let anybody know it. She will ask questions and figure it out. She is too damn curious not to try. She's too fiery to ever give up and too damn obsessed with life to become irrelevant. I think we all want to embrace all that life throws our way. We think we should adapt and we can overcome. But that requires a sort of aggressive, spirited curiosity that continually moves us forward without the fear of what might happen in that unknown future. Someone will be out there to help us. I know it. There's always someone to ask. And I think people like to be helpful, especially young people who seem to know all there is to know about this brave new world of technology. So go ahead, embrace something new. And by the way, my Aunt Marilyn loved the Atlantic Ocean. My sister. We're talking right now because we're talking about, we're trying to figure out a coffee cruise crush. Carrie and I are back and we're looking up things that no longer exist. And she's talking about movie phone. No, what was the next it, thing? Well, the one thing was things we don't need to do anymore. Call a movie theater to get the movie times. Right. Like movie phone. And then the next one was record your favorite programs on a tape. Yes. My sister had like... 30, I'm not even kidding, even Me more, too. VHS tapes with All My Children yes. and General Hospital yes. on them. She would be so far behind. She'd, in never, what, she'd be watching like something that happened a year ago. I'm right. like, Sue, you're never going to catch up and it's just not that important. Like if you Start jump now. to today, you'll catch right on. It's not that hard to follow. But I, I remember, and it wasn't that long ago because I was traveling so much for work, that I remember when the programmable 
D C the program programmable DVAS. Um, yes, yeah, so oh you God. could set yes. the VCR. But, you could yes, set it to record at a certain time. And I'd be like so pissed if something happened and I was traveling record. and I'd come home and it'd be like. Never, nothing recorded. Roswell. Right. Well, recorded. it's number 12. You'd have to watch shows live when they were actually on. Right. Right. Now, irrelevant what, what day of the week it's on or you just re- either DVR it or you watch it on demand or... Yeah. We're still trying to figure out if there's a... Um, if some if we could figure out something to copy. Oh, my God. The other one was use a phone book. Never. A phone books, are they obsolete? Do we still get a phone book delivered? Can, no. Like you, a yellow page? No. You, there's... there's um. No, there's no Yellow Pages delivered anymore. But and, and you know what pisses me off about that? Like, if you go on to yellowpages.com, it's so hard to actually find, find something a phone number yep. like that. You have to, I mean, you just Google it, but it's hard if you're, like, looking for a street address for somebody yep. or something like that. Oh, carry enough change to make a phone call. I remember, like, having to pull over at the payphone, digging through the middle console of my car, trying to find I change. remember, like, working, and when I, like go with those giant phone banks and just sit in, in a phone bank to make phone calls. Check What's my a phone bank? Like a, in the hotels where there'd be like a whole line of pay phones in oh. like a whole section of the of the hotel so that if you were had a conference there and if there was not a phone available, you'd have to like wait and wait for a pay phone to come and you'd be like trying to like be kind of private because it wasn't like a phone booth. Right. It'd be just like a phone bank. And you'd be like, oh, this is so annoying. There wasn't one available for me. Like, I just, or driving someplace. Like, I remember I, I would drive from um, New York City to Boston. Uh, and I'd, like, save up all my phone calls and stop at a rest area and, like, make my phone calls and then, like, get back in the car. Right, that's awful. Like, that's the thing. That, that I mean, there's so many negatives to how much access we have now to other people with our phone. Right. But there's so much, like... You can now get done right. if you right. use it to your benefit. So you can make all your work calls in the car right. so that your time when you get home is spent with your You're, family. Right, and, right. But what we do is we're on our phone on Instagram right. or yes. Facebook. or So, so, so then we yeah. make, that, right. we, we make all of our work calls and then when we get home and we do our socializing on our phone. Right. Which is... Oh my God, getting film developed. Yes. Remember getting film developed? Yes waiting and half of it's disgusting because you can't like you have to throw out half the pictures all right let's come up with three things that we coffee or 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 i don't know i don't know what to do for coffee cruise crush all right well okay let's do the landline the landline because who has a landline i do and it's annoying because it's just we're doing the landline okay the video store okay paper maps physical maps oh right the map book i had a map book triptychs triple a Oh, I love right. that thing. Like when you're going on a trip, you go to AAA, yes. they give you the trip tick book and you turn it every yes. time you were at the end of the map. That yes. was so exciting. Yeah. Loved that. Um, okay. Landline, video store, and the... the Paper the, maps? Yeah, map books. I mean, that's good. Those are good because it's like, what one would you keep or what one right. would you Right. Well, like? what do we miss, really? Would be the or one phone, you're taking yeah. on a cruise, I mean, right? let's, let's include, like, in the landline, like, pay phones and things like that. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. Um, so landline phone, any sort of um, phone that's connected to a wire. wire. Um, I still have to, I, I have to get Emmy to let me post when she, we went into the consignment shop and she picked up the rotary phone. Oh, you have phone. that on video? I, yeah, I video- Oh, you have to post that for this. I know, I videotaped her and she's like, she picks it up and she's like, 
figuring it out. And then she's like being a jokester and going, hello, welcome to Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you saying that? All right. I'll let you go first if you want. Oh, are I'm, we on? Yeah, we've been on this oh, whole time. Okay. So, all right. So my choices are uh, um, the video store. Map book. The, like a paper type map. Yeah, yeah. And the land line. Okay. Because obviously all of them are obsolete to the degree. To a degree, yep. Uh, no, to the, I mean, I think basically to the degree. Well, people have landlines. I don't. Yes. I but, have all my, cell. So here's the downside to that. I have all my, so I still technically pay for a landline, but we do not have a landline phone in my house. Right. So if you call my home phone number, quote. Right. It just goes It goes to, straight to my cell phone oh the downside to that is that i get get all the telemarketer calls on my cell phone but i think people get those now i'd like to have the landline only you go go ahead because well because of the kids or something nope nope okay um okay so okay well i'm gonna crush the video store okay Mm -hmm. because i feel like i i do love all the options we have available to us for home entertainment i definitely miss that time of going, you know, down to the store with the kids and all of that. But, like, inevitably, like, if I go to Market Basket and I see somebody at the Redbox machine, I'm always like, what? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. what kind of a TV do you have in your house? Right. What kind of cable system do you have right. set up that you are coming to Redbox? Right. I mean, you've taken away all the beauty and fun of the video store with the yes. inconvenience of it. Yes. Like. It, it blows my mind when I see somebody at the red box. So, okay, I'm crushing the um, video it store. Makes complete sense. Um, I'm I'm taking taking the landline to coffee because I still see some sort of benefit okay. to the landline okay. in in a way. You know, you need to have a home phone right. number that's a communal number for everybody, right. so that like. You know, kids are getting calls on their cell phones now anyways, yes. independently. Yes. I do get that. But I do think it's important that we have a family number sure. to include. Right. Um, even if it's just in the school directory exactly. phone book exactly. so they know who to call. So that's going to coffee. And I'm um, taking the paper maps on a cruise. <laughs> I love the GPS. You have, yes. I live, memories. I live by ways, but my... Triptychs. My girlfriend and I drove from um, New England to California in our 20s, and we ordered the AAA Triptychs book. And I cannot tell you the joy and excitement that would come from just turning the page Getting to the next to the stop. next page and realizing oh, you know there's only five pages left like that just made the time pass and what about and calculating the miles like you'd see the little inch thing at the bottom it'd be like one inch is 50 miles yes. and you'd be like how, how many miles is this going to take us on like, this how page long? yeah yes. on that page and you actually had to do some math homework yeah to do it and i do think there is some value at least for our children or whatever, learning how to read, read a, map. a map. North, like, south, east, west, where are things? Right, and figuring out, like, right, in relation should, to other things. Right. Where is this not just, oh, I'm going to follow the arrow exactly. on the car. And when you looked at the map, too, you could be like, oh, wow, there's a lake right there. Right, like, maybe oh, we let's should... veer off this yeah. way. Or Yes, I, and listen, I am the worst at geography to this day, but I'm, like, so excited by, oh, what? Like, I remember when we drove, I assumed that North Dakota was north of something we were driving through because it had the name North, north in it. I'm yeah. like, well, it's got to be 
north of Colorado Dear or what? Lord, right. <laughs> but that's the beauty of a map. You need yeah. a map. You need to know where you are. Yeah. So the map is coming on the cruise. Map is coming on the cruise. Okay. So to I am um, also crushing the video store. Separate reasons. I. My kids were not, my. by the time I had kids, the video store was already starting to uh, wane. So I never took Henry to the video okay. store to get a to, vi- to get a video. Maybe, maybe once in a while we'd go. But at that point. Like a Ninja Turtle video. Yeah, DVDs were starting to come. And yeah. my husband was a freak. And he, he would say, if we went to the movies, we would have spent this much money. So he would buy the movie. Do you remember? Yeah. The, we would just always buy the DVD. Yes. Oh, don't even bring up Columbia House. I owe them so much money. Okay, no, I, I don't even know. <laughs> What that means? Remember Columbia House? You would order 20 DVDs for one cent. Why would you do that? Because I wanted 20 (laughs) DVDs for one cent. But then you had to buy a DVD every month for the rest of your freaking life. I don't even know. I've got to be on some credit report somewhere. Owing Columbia Record House $10 million. These are the arguments that Carrie and her husband have. I'll just, you know, set that up. I'll be 80 and he's going to get a credit thing from Columbia House Records. I'm sorry to bring back that fond memory. Anyways, there's some other weird reasons why I did not, I would crush the video store. Number one is Bart and I could never agree on a movie when we would go to the video store. It was just, it was always ended like, this sucks. Yeah. I just don't want it. Right. It was like nuts. And so I'm crushing the video store. I was was kind of happy to see those things go. It was like, um... No, I was not as happy like to see records go, like actual physical records, because yeah. I, I didn't understand that technology as much. But when I could um, on demand something, it was the great. I yeah, feel like it's, it was, a, it's a great It thing. was the greatest day. And I feel like that, that just is yeah. amazing. And again, I never wanted the stress of worrying about how to record something. So I'm, I'm in with, with crushing the video store. I, I, oh boy, it's, you know what? I was, as I was talking, I was like so happy to, no, I'm going to stick with what I originally thought. Um, I'm taking the landline on the cruise. Okay. The reason that I want to keep the landline around is because I you I give that I put that number on anything that I never will want to talk to that yes. person again. So I always give that number out because I basically shut the I don't even let. Well, that's not true. You've heard it ring several times here, but I know who is ever calling on that. I do not want to talk to. I'm not going to answer that phone. Okay. And I never. So I like to have a number. Okay. So, word to the wise: if you are given <laughs> the Tina's home line, a home line number. Yeah. She she doesn't like yes. you. So it's <laughs> shit. I gave away my secret. Anyway, that is the truth. And you know when you have to like put a phone number on something like, yeah. online. I yeah. always use that number. Same. So I don't have to use my cell phone. And I'll even use it as myself. I don't care. Like yeah. if it says cell phone number, like mobile number, I will use my landline number just so that I have a number in my back pocket to use. So that is so valuable to me that I'll, valuable to me that I would take that on the cruise. Okay. Because map books, while I have fond memories, when you when you early in the work life, it was so I, I would go to places I never, you know, like I'd have to fly to wherever you know like um milwaukee let's yeah. say and i you know and i'd have to like spend hours working through the maps and try to like put all my lo- write my locations down write the directions from the airport when i got into the rental car and it was stressful as a single girl yes. trying to get into like and i'd be like where am i going and worried that i was going to get lost so the maps 
even though they were valuable to me, stressed, stressed me out. And I think to myself now, had I had ways, we were talking about right? one, how easy your life and how be. much more risks I would have taken. And I took a, a good amount of risks. Yeah. But if I knew all the times where I was going or knew that there was this little thing in my phone that could direct me to a gas station, let's just say, right. or a Dunkin' Donuts or whatever, I, I don't, I think I would have gone anywhere and everywhere. I would never have hesitated. I it used to hesitate incredible. a little bit back in the day when I'd be like, I mean, I would go and I would do my thing, but it would take a lot more work and there'd be stress on me to be like, God, I, like gas. Yeah, I hope I don't get lost. And I, yeah, mean, I remember crazy. driving through freaking Harlem one time and yep. like in the at night, not knowing how the hell to get the hell out of there. And I'm like, and every time I turn, I'm like, I'm more lost than I was before. And you don't have this little thing talking to you like turn left. Right. And, the highways. Right. When you veered off in the wrong way, no one's correcting you. No. But, and remember, like, if you were going somewhere, somebody would just give you directions over the phone. Yes. And you're, like, writing them down. Oh, my gosh. That's ridiculous to think about today. Like, <laughs> I, imagine giving my kids directions on a piece of paper, like, exit 32, turn left. And right. they'd be like, what? Right. It's so strange. And but the, guess what? We figured out where to go. I mean. Well, of course. And and it was it took different brain power. You and know, then like, you'd, like, sometimes stop and ask, like, oh, a stranger oh, for yeah. directions get, or something. Yes. Yeah. All the time I would stop and yeah. ask for directions and hope to God somebody wasn't going to kill me right. when I went into that gas station yep. or kidnap me. I would think about that. And, too, now, have you ever done that, like, recently? Like, Nobody knows. Like, I've pulled in and said, you oh. know, I've had a general idea of where I'm going, but I said, oh, do you know where? And they're like, what? Like, they've never heard of this place. Whereas I... before, gas station attendants were kind of... In the know. Yeah, yeah. They had some good information. I love right now. Every once in a while, I'll be, you know, outside and somebody will pull... Well, it used to happen more when we lived on Mass Ave. Somebody would pull over if they saw me in the front yes. door to ask me, is mm-hmm. someone such and such up ahead? Or right. The street like, or whatever. Yep. Yeah. I'd be like, oh yeah. Like, and it'd be, it's always an older person. Right. And, and they'd be so grateful and happy right. that I was able to direct them to a certain... And I'd be like, no, you got to make a left up there. And, and I'm like, oh shit, did I give them a left? Right. right? Like, which way did they... Are they supposed to go? But... Yeah, I, I could just take the map book on a coffee with, um, for this particular uh, coffee cruise crush because I, I have, I have fond memories and then I have stressful memories and I am in love with ways and I want ways integrated into my brain. It's I just an amazing it. invention, right? Exactly. Yeah. Which is again why I also wanted a photographic memory back in the time because if somebody used to be able to tell me something, I wanted to just remember it. Remember it. Yeah. So. It all ties together. See them all coming full circle. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this very, um, I guess, schizophrenic. (laughs) Coffee Cruise Crush. Or in general, this podcast was um, a little side note to everybody. We're re-recording this podcast early. It won't come out for several weeks because um, Carrie and I will be both going on different vacations in February. So we're trying not to do anything too... um, uh, current event related at this point and so hopefully we'll be back on a regular schedule at the end of february but but we'll give you real content so remember like us on facebook on instagram no do you like on facebook i'm yes of okay. course okay sorry yeah. facebook instagram twitter retweet right retweet us send us, us an email and um and we'll be back thanks we're out mm-hmm.